And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 103 today. Week two preview. Your host, CJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, my father, Tommy Savaro. Kurtzman, how are we doing today, brother? It's another late night. Um, back-to-back nights of the podcast. Good preview. We were looking at the games before the uh, before we got on and started recording, and I like this week's matchups a lot, so I'm excited to talk about it. Dad, how are you feeling tonight? Doing a little bit. I got a nap earlier, so I'm up for this one. That's okay. nice. That's nice. Yeah. Um, good games this week. Everything will be at Rebels Field, obviously. Kurt, do we have any announcements, anything to say? Anything uh league um, news related? Remember to pay ref fees. Games won't start unless the refs are paid. And that's really it. I think the trash was not the worst thing in the world this week. We should remember to pick up our trash. Let's also remember to just not leave things at the field. There were a lot of cleats left at the field this week. I put everything in the Rebels uh, in the clubhouse. So if, if anyone lost cleats or there were a couple hats and maybe a sweatshirt or two, just stop leaving your shit at the field. There was, there was, there was a speaker left at the field too. Like, I don't know. I just know me and I would never just leave like valuable things at the field, I feel like. Except for the basketball sneakers that you lost at the uh I didn't leave those. It happened while we were playing. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> it wasn't a good one. I'm still salty about that shit. All right. Let's get into these games here. Let's start with the 9 a.m. slate. Um, Kurt, we'll start with you. Bears versus Panthers. Your team coming off an absolutely horrible performance. The Panthers coming off of a last second victory. Um, how are you feeling going into week two here? Um, no Mike, no Johnny. So um out two of our top picks guys are going to have to step up we're going to have to make plays me and jack are going to have to be high energy we're going to have to be um really on our a game this week if we're going to be able to come out with a win they have a really good team uh douglas very strong offensive and defensive line um we have some i I definitely been game planning this week because i can't go out there ever again and lose the way i did last week um but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough game. No Mike, no Johnny. That's those are two big pieces of our team. That's a starting offensive lineman, a good one, and uh, the best receiver in the league possibly. So I I just it's gonna be it's gonna be an uphill battle. They got a good team, but we think I think at least that we have a good I have a good game plan ready to go, and that we're going to be able to at least make Douglas's life hard on uh, in the pocket, and we're gonna try to limit his rushing yards. That. Uh, I'm going to need Jack to step up and be the, the premier player that he is. Uh, Kirsten's counting on you. Uh, they're a little bit on the man. So, you know, stars step up. Big plays play big and big games. And this is a big game. You don't want to fall 0-2. That's not a Kurtzman trait for his team. Uh, Kirsten puts together a good team. So, I got to see a little bit more than what I saw last week. I think that um, this is a huge opportunity right here for the Panthers to go to 2-0. This is a really big game for the Bears and Kurtzman because they might fall to 0-2. Honestly, if I had to make my pick this second, I'm leaning towards the Panthers. Um, I don't know how you guys are going to stop their uh, their pass rush. Johnny being out is huge for your team. And we talked about the Panthers' defensive line was really good against that Steelers team, and that's a Steelers team that we thought uh, had a really, offensive line. Yeah, had a, has a good offensive line. And now I think, you know, no Johnny's going to be really, really big in this game for you guys, um, I'm going to start with the pick. I guess I'll, I'll take the Panthers. Um, I think Douglas is going to get it done. I don't think it's going to be super high scoring. I think Kirchner will definitely be ready on the defensive side of the ball. I think the Bears will be ready on the defensive side of the ball. But I, I'm going to go super low scoring here. I'm going 
maybe 13 to 12. It's probably a half half win spread right here. 13 to 12, a conversion gets the job done here for the Panthers, Dad? Possibly. Are you asking yeah. me on my pick? Yeah. Uh, I, I do like the way uh, Panthers, uh, they have a great defensive line. But they, you always have a great defensive line with Douglas. Um, my, my question is, um, if they stop Douglas with the run, does he have enough, you know, passing-wise to get his team to the victory? Uh, I'm going to go with Kurtzman this week. I don't see him falling to 0-2. Uh, no slide against the Douglas, but I'm going to go with the bet here. Uh, and, a, and a pretty much must-win for Kurtzman. Uh, you don't want to have start 0-2 after dropping the championship game. So that would be three in a row for Kurtzman, which is very, you know, very rare. That's not going to happen. Is Kurtzman's legacy on the line? Shut up. He's on demand. And I, and I like I said, I need his – his star place to step up on this one. Kurt. Yeah, no, I definitely need Jack to step up and be the player that we all have seen him be for a couple seasons now. Um, I need Guzman to step up as a number two receiver and a reliable mm-hmm. defensive back. Um, if Ryan Perez and Dom show up, I need one of them to show up. Um, Dom, if Dom's there, I know, you know, the ball's going to be going to him because we got a, a good connection. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough game. We're undermanned and they have a good defensive line. That's going to probably cause havoc for them. And we're gonna have to figure out ways to slow them down. Um, obviously I'm taking myself, but it's going to be a ugly game. We're going to try to win it on the defense side of the ball. Probably. All right. Looking forward to that one. Big 9am game. Let's move on to the other 9am game. Also very, very good game right here. You got the Ravens versus Steelers. Kurtz, I'll start with you. What are you looking for in this game? Ravens. This is uh, you. You absolutely took care of business and dismantled a unprepared or seemed unprepared Cowboys team that was not ready for the physicality and not ready for the the way the game was played in our league. And y'all took care of them. Thirty nine six. That's a roll. That's a that's an air out. Um, a much better team in the Steelers this week that I know Suroff is going to have them prepared and ready to go. Um, Leota has shown us nothing but greatness so far in two starts as a quarterback in this league. Um, the Ravens have a really talented bunch and a, a bunch that has played together before. Leota has a lot of chemistry with a lot of different guys on this team in different ways um, or different teams, I should say. Um, the Ravens are a really good team, and I want to see how the Steelers are able to bounce back from that week one devastating loss, last second loss to a uh, Panthers team that I feel they think they should have been. I also believe they should have been able to uh, close out that game. They had multiple opportunities to take care of business, but um I think if the key to the Steelers winning is Suroff letting the ball fly, letting it fly to Bolin, give him opportunities to make plays and just play loose, have fun and be aggressive. That, <clears throat> I agree with Kurtzman there, but here's the problem. You got Rich Ritter and uh, Liam Moles on the other side of that field uh, defending against guys like Bolin. I do not like the way uh, the Steelers are coming at the uh, uh, what I have seen, what I've seen from them offensively, uh, end of last year, going into the first game, uh, I'm very disappointed. I think I, I, I before the game, I told Sora if I like the team he put together. He's got a really good line. Uh, he should have the protection he needs. Uh, we have to find out who his weapons are. Uh, he's gonna have to find out who his weapons are because, like I said, uh, not a lot of points from that team last week. Uh, Ravens defensively, they're there and they do have that championship DNA. Uh, if I'm going to pick a team to go with this week, I'm, I'm going with the Ravens. Wow. 
All right. Um, so you think Surf's gonna go to zero and two? Surf might be like Tyloo, where he's better when he goes to zero and two. Maybe. Uh, I mean, uh, it's it's tough because listen, Surf. Um, I think they have the advantage in the trenches with Austin Jodomeo himself on the defensive line and Jake Hillwell. Um, I would give them a slight advantage on the in the trenches, but Leota is playing loose and he is having fun while doing it, and he's dominating. And I think the first way to dominate a game is by just having fun and not thinking too much and just going out there and letting it and slinging it. Leota has a lot of really good weapons. Um, I think that the defensive backs, um, there could be some weaknesses in the Steelers secondary. Um, I like driving I back there. I like Steve Bowen back there, but you got to have at least four guys in the secondary. So I think there's other guys that they could attack with Liam and Rich and Anthony and other Anthony. Um, I'm going to also go with the Ravens in this game. It's uh, Saraw falling to 0-2. Now, I don't know if that we all expected that, but um, yeah, I just think that the Steelers are going to win. They're going to have to keep it low scoring because their offense is up. Saraw's offenses in the last 10 games really haven't moved the ball well. I'm also going to take the Ravens. We're all on the Ravens here. Um, this is the first opportunity of the day of a fuck you to the podcast. Yes, sir. This, this, this is one of those. Um, We're off kind of started the fuck you to the podcast back in the Bill season. Uh, yeah. He maybe, maybe the first one to do it public. Publicly. <laughs> publicly. Publicly on actually, the field. On the field. Publicly that I remember. Yeah. Okay. So I can, you could give credit. You could give credit to Saroff for the fuck the podcast movement. But um, I, like you said, I, I think that. Ritter, Leota, and Knowles are on fire. And like you said, Suroff's offenses have been the exact opposite. Um, I think it's going to come down to that. I think both of these teams on paper are definitely evenly matched. Would I be surprised if the Steelers won? Absolutely not. But um, I'm going to take the Ravens here. And I think another big day from a guy, Rich Ritter, who I said is going to be a first-round pick in the next season. Yeah, if you had a play, one player in this league who's – if he was a stock, his stock will be going through the roof. Oh yeah, if you bought Rich Ritter stock post Packer season, yeah, you'd be you'd be a, a rich man right rich now, man. a rich man. Yeah, you'd um, be rich. And if you take a, a look at a player who's just getting better every game, yeah, yeah, I like the Ravens. We're all on the Ravens. Rich, um, Rich, Rich Liam and Joe Liotta, twelve and zero in the last twelve games. Nice. Yeah, I've I mean, not lost it. That three, three that three tri, uh, trio of players has not lost since week one of the spring season. Yeah, I'm going with them. Yep. All right, 10 o'clock slate. Saints versus Bengals. Spicy game right here. Spicy, Spicy game. game. Spicy, Spicy game. game. Um, um, a lot of, of storylines. A lot of storylines, Kirkland. Yeah, um, the battle of the trenches is going to be very good. Um, both teams with very good offensive and defensive lines. Bengals feature uh, Kaka Brothers, Uber Rojas, and Joe DeAngelis, and then they'll get Joe Dell back on the offensive side of the ball. And then for the Saints, you got Harnish, um, Amir, uh, Steve Holcomb, big body. So this game is going to be a very physical game in the trenches. I'm happy that I'm not playing during this slot because I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to somehow be involved with either watching or doing stats for this game. Um, this is going to be a battle. Deshaun showed improvement last week. I know he threw some uh, risky balls uh, back across his body. He actually tweeted today something like, uh, "Precision passes beat great defense." And listen, if you're able to get that pass there, that's great. But that's a risky, reckless decision. Um, do you think he's sub You think he's subtweeting the podcast? No, he told us he did in the captain chat. Wait, that's what he said. Yeah, he said he said, "Look at my tweet," and I said, "Okay." And I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, all right, bro." Deshaun, we're not hating, bro. We want you to fucking win. Stop throwing across your body. I don't give a fuck about precision passes. Make a precision pass 
on the side that you roll out to and then step in through the pocket and then make a precision pass over the middle. The fuck? No, he was. How's Deshaun? No, Deshaun. <laughs> no, I think Deshaun's improved a lot from last season yeah, through one fuck. game. He ran a lot more in this game than he did in mo- most games last season. I think he's healthy. I think his team is a lot better. And um, they are definitely going to build off last week's game. And as for the Bengals, really nowhere you can go but up. Defense played phenomenal. Offense played like shit. Garland had a terrible game, terrible first start in his uh, first start of his own team um, in the league. I think a little jitters. I think um, Bucks defense is, is pretty good. And they were talking and getting in Garland's head. Um, I think as the game progressed, Garland got a little bit better. I, when I was watching the film, I feel like he started getting into a little bit more of a rhythm. I think he needs to continue that into this game. Get the ball out to your playmakers. Let them make plays for you. Um, less deep, sh- deep shots. You don't need to take those. Take what the defense gives you, like Tommy always says. Um, and I really like the matchup. I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. Dad, this is a tough game. I like both teams. I like both teams a lot. I think uh, they have exceptional talent. It's going to come down to quarterback play. Uh, I'm not I'm not blessing Deshaun. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see him succeed. I think he's an exceptional talent with exceptional arm. Now I need his head to match his arm. He's got to think. He's got to make better decisions in the pocket. He's got to make better. I, I do not like throws across the field. And, and listen, Trevor Donald does plenty of that too. Uh, yeah. Who throws less across the field this game? Yeah. Wins the game? Uh, yeah. Plant your feet, throw the ball. Like I said, slide protection, slide back into your protection. You know, if you can't stay in the pocket, if you're going to roll right, throw right. If you're going to roll left, throw left. Tell your receivers, if I'm rolling, roll, come with me across the field. I, I, I don't want to be thrown to the opposite side. Make, make, you know, it makes the decisions easier. It cuts down on the mistakes. Uh, whoever has the least amount of turnovers will win this game. That's what I think. Um, I think this is a great matchup. I think that um, I think that when you look at this game, there's going to be a lot of I feel like after the Bengals played that uh, that game against the Bucks, there's going to be a lot of shit talk moving forward. I feel like that maybe those people, maybe those people, you know, those group of guys feel like they were trying to get punked a little bit. And I feel like that's not, they don't want that to happen again. And I'm not saying that Deshaun's team talks mad shit, but like they got some, uh, they got some dudes over there who are definitely, definitely could come out and, and intimidate. So uh, I don't know who I want to take in this game yet. Uh, I like, you want I like to talk about it a little more. No, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, I'm stumbling on my words here. Yeah, is this right. gonna be? Is this gonna be Deshaun's first win? Like, that's what it comes down to. Like, their team, that team, got to win. I think that the Saints are confident coming to this game. I think the Bengals are confident coming to this game too. I think the Saints looked better than the Bengals did in the first week of the season. Absolutely. Which you know, one team's coming. That's but they're coming off of a loss. That's I guess. That's I guess why I'm, I'm a little bit confused on it. Like you said, Chris, the battle of the trenches is gonna be good. I'm gonna take the Saints. I'll take Deshaun. I think this is going to be his, his first win here. I think it's going to be a close game, though. Kurtz? Yeah, I think the Bengals are going to play a lot of close games this year. Um, I think if Garland plays as bad as he did last week, there's no way the Bengals win again. Mm. Um, I think the Bucks' offense was missing some offensive linemen, which which was a tr- somewhat attributing factor to the lack of offensive movement. Um, I think Mikey needs to play better also, but we'll get to that later. Um, if Deshaun, Deshaun is able to move the ball and score points, um, a lot of Deshaun's uh, a lot of Purdue's mishaps last year were just inside the 10, weren't able to convert. Um, I think the Purdue offense, Deshaun was definitely top five in the league in passing yards. So they're able to move the ball and kind of get it down the field. It kind of just comes down to their execution in the end and the, in the red zone. Um, 
I want to take the Saints. I really do. Um, but I can't see Garland playing as badly this week as he did last week. So I'm going to take the Bengals. That is a tough pick. You got real, like I said, two really good teams and line of scrimmage. You got big boys on both sides of the line. Uh, great line uh, for the Saints. Uh, you know, all, all, you want to bear down all time greats. Uh, uh, Amir. Oh, I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> love, love Amir. Uh, love the way he plays. Uh, Harnish, love the way he plays. I don't think my, my guy's playing this way. He still might have that injury. Uh, Hassett. And that's that's big. I, I think if Hassett plays, I'm gonna, I would give the edge to the Saints, but I don't know if he's playing. So uh, I, I think the Bengals have a really good team. I, I, and if just if Trevor plays smart, you know, they should come out with the victory. I'm going to go with the Bengals. So I you're, both, see on, Deshaun, you're both on the Bengals. Yeah, I want to see Deshaun use that uh, big target, Michael Graham. Yeah, yeah. Throw yeah. that ball to him. He needs more than I think. I, I don't I have the amount of targets on top of my head, but I think he only had three or four targets in this game. Um, he needs to have more targets. I think he very capable receiver. He is super into the game, and I think that a recipe for success is making sure that he gets the ball thrown to him, especially with Hassard out. Yeah, I like uh, like the Saints. I like the Bengals too, though. Nah, if the Saints win. I'm not surprised. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Like no, it's a very good team. I just like is Deshaun gonna get his first win? That's what it comes down to. Are they yeah, gonna get, listen, they gonna get that win? Listen, I don't see Deshaun going to through two straight seasons with no wins. I think he's too talented for that. Yeah, it can't happen. Um, but it's gonna have to happen eventually. And I think once he gets one, we might see a few r- rattle in in a row. So um oh, yeah, um, he listen, needs to get over the hump. I, I picked the Bengals, but um I'm I'm definitely probably ruined for Deshaun on this one. Mm. All right, let's uh Let's go to the next game here. Let's go to the Packers against the Seahawks. Pip playing this week, Kirchner. What's the status of people in this game? Um, I believe Pip is there. I'm he's pretty I'm pretty sure he's home from Puerto Rico. So uh pretty sure he's going. He make his quarterback uh Packers debut. He played one game, he started one game for the Seahawks in the last fall season. Um interesting matchup. Seahawks coming off a big win with a lot of new guys on their team. They get that first win of the season out of the way. Um, They were able to close out a victory too, get a defensive stop to end the game, which is it's, it's harder than you think. Um, I think that that is, it shows that you're able to win and able to um, close out, uh, close out a a close game. And that's not always easy thing to do. We've seen so many late game heroics by so many different teams throughout the league's history. Um, I like the Seahawks team. I think that they have a lot. They, they got some solid guys in the middle of the draft at the back end of the draft. I think they got some guys that are real contributors um, for a team that's going to be successful in this league. James played. Okay. He ran a lot, which I like. Um, I think he needs to run more. He's a fast, he's a really fast kid and he's always trying to make someone miss with the ball in his hand. So I think he needs to run more this week. Rely a little less on your arm. You, you, that's not your strong suit. So play to your strengths. Obviously, you need to throw the ball a little bit, but um, we've seen some quarterbacks be successful with a majority running, majority rushing attempts in games before. So I think until Wickob develops more of a, an aerial attack, he should stick to running short passes, let his receivers make plays for him. Um, for the Packers, yeah, I don't really know what to think about them. They were missing four guys last week. Um, we haven't really seen their full team. We didn't see Pitt play quarterback behind behind the new the new offensive line that he's playing behind. Um, there's some question marks. I love Matt Hughes. I like Noah Torino. They have a decent offensive line, but um, I got to see a number one receiver step up. I feel like 
they were kind of lacking that last week. Anytime Garvey get a little more involved and on offense, I should say, get a little more involved. And then just hopefully Isaiah Cope shows up. I like to see what they do with Chase. So, um, yeah, we're going to have to see how that goes. But I think I'll start the picks. I I'll start a lot about the game. I'll start the picks. I'm taking the Seahawks. Mm, that Seahawks got a good team, uh, top to bottom. Uh, I think James is a smart player, and he'll know what needs to be done to to move the ball and get his team in a good position to win. Uh, got an electric player in Bryce. I'm hoping he gets the ball to him so he can break some ankles and you know show what he's got. Uh, a big step up this year. You know, if, if he gets the targets, I, I like him a lot. Uh, good offensive line play. It's a good team. It really is a good team. On the other side, I, I, I don't know what to think. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't really seen the team. I haven't seen Pitt play. I know defensively, they'll be fine. Chase is a, is a great – if you put him on the line, he's a great pass rusher. Uh, he'll definitely make uh, Mike's uh, – I mean, uh, James Day, uh, you know, uh, it'll be a long day back there if if uh, if Chase can do what he wants. Again, I don't I haven't seen enough of that team to, to just give it a judgment. So, if I'm going with what I know so far – I'm, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks as well. All three of us are on the Seahawks. Um, I just don't – and it's because I don't know what to think of the Packers yet. I was talking to James again today. I just think the Seahawks are a really good team. Both of you guys talked about it. I think they have a really good roster. I don't know what to think of the Packers yet. I think that Pip might struggle against the Seahawks defense. I think they're going to be super ready to play. What Pip has going in favor for him right now is that they don't have the film on him. I don't think that James went back and watched what? What what uh, film was it, Kurtzman? What film is Pip quarterback? One game. Uh, Seahawks versus Packers from fall 2020. There you go, James. There's the film to go watch if you want to watch Joe Pip. This, uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I have news from this game. No Chase and no Isaiah Copes oh. for, for uh, the Packers team. Gosh. That's second and fourth round picks. So – um, I think all of us are on the, I think all of us are going to end up being on the right side. Pip and Hughes are going to give me so much shit for picking against them for the second straight week. Um, but until I see it, I can't, I can't pick it. And the Seahawks honestly look pretty good in game one. I think that the players on their team are get even more comfortable in the league in week two. Um, not a game. They'll probably have a lot of shit talking. I don't think because Packer uh, Pip's a really quiet kid for the most part on the field, at least. So um, yeah, I'm rolling with the Seahawks. Uh, J- James two and zero possibly. So listen, that would be that'd be that'd be something. Pound for pound, Matt Hughes might be the best player in the field. On yeah, no, um, he dominates his position. He dominates his position. He's a smart kid. He is definitely gonna be prepared. But I think the Seahawks are James is gonna be super prepared. He loves the league more than anyone. I think at this point. Mm. Um, we're all on the Seahawks. What? We're all on the Seahawks. Yeah, and I didn't. I don't know if we ever thought we'd all be saying that. Yeah, we're all on the Seahawks. I don't know if I don't know if James is gonna like that that we're on the Seahawks. Um, yeah, he's gonna hate. Yeah. We have anything else in this one? Um, if the Packers win, very good win for them. Huge win. Huge. They're one and zero. These are the battle of one and zero teams. So like, it wouldn't be the worst thing if the Packers lost this week. But oh. getting your win, in a, getting your first win in a game where the other team is playing their second game together and you're playing your first game together with a brand new quarterback. It would be it'd be a pretty big win in my book. Early season wins when it when you're gonna look back later in the season in the oh, standings, yeah, 100%. it's huge. So like this is literally already if the Seahawks get to zero and two, me too. That, uh, excuse me, excuse me. If they get to two and zero here, Packers get to two and zero here. 
that greatly increases their playoff chances because then you probably only need to win really two more you probably, games. The magic number is probably two or maybe three if there's parity in the league. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Let's go to the 11 o'clock slate, Kurtz. Start with you. Oilers versus the Cowboys. How are you feeling? Um, I feel like Dan Dexter got a pretty shitty draw to start the season. Wow. Um, Ravens are a really good team, as we talked about before. Aired them out 39 to 6. Now you get Drock's team, who just put up 50 on Sobes and Augie last week. Their team is fast. They are smart. And Drock kind of has those boys bought in. It took a game to get them going. I, he was telling me that the group chat was a little light in the preseason. No, no practices before game one. But I think after getting there, seeing what they were able and capable of doing, the team is bought in. And um, they have some really good athletes, Kayshawn, Jarrock, Wiz, Dev Span, who didn't really have a crazy impact except on the D-line. I thought he played pretty well. I think he's going to continue to get better each week, and he could have a, a, a big impact on this one and making Dan Dexter's day um, hmm. a little a little diff- more difficult. Um, Cowboys got to come to play. They got to come to play. They got to come ready. They're going to have their full team as as far as I'm concerned. Bernier brothers will be there. They're going to have a fast team. This is going to be a very fast game. Dexter, the Bernier twins um, on the Cowboys side, and Dexter's younger brother is – permanent sub for Billy Andrews who broke his hand and is out for the season. Um, Billy um, Andrews? Yeah, Billy Andrews. Wow. Yeah, it got hurt. I actually saw it on film when I was watching the game. Oh, uh, my God. This guy knew a little bit of traffic, and I don't know, he was shaking his hand, and I guess it's either fractured or broken or something like that. Oh, my God, horrible. So, um, prayers up for him. Hope he's doing well. Hope it's not as bad as I'm making it out to be. But he's out for the season. Dan Dexter's younger brother is stepping in. Um, I don't know a single thing about him other than he's probably a faster kid because Dan's fast and usually speed runs in the family. Um, uh, fast paced game. Going to be a lot of going to be a lot of big highlight plays. I think the team that full pulls flags better is going to win this game. Um, like I said, a lot of fast paced players, and I think that the key to this game, like most games, but I think especially in this game, is going to be flag pulling. All right, Dad. Do you know if uh, Frankie Caruso is playing this week? I have no idea about the status of anybody in this game. Uh, well, if he does play this week, it just makes a good team stronger. Uh, Frankie's a great defender, good flag puller, like you said. Drox uh, in love with his team and loves it defensively. And again, if Frankie Caruso is playing this week, it makes that different defense even more tougher. Like you said, tough draw for Dan. Uh, I just need to see Dan come out and do the, do, do everything right, uh, work on his game, uh, use his players. Hopefully they're out for them. They're out there for him this week. Uh, but I think it's a tough task. If this is another air out, then you might be looking at the Oilers as the number one team in the power rankings. They're that good. Mm. Yeah. No, um, no, I think I think uh, beating up on teams that are not as good as you or maybe not as prepared as you is one part to being the top team in the power rankings. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, well, Ogie seems not a pushover, and they they handle them very well. No, 100%. 100%. I want to say that if the Cowboys get aired out again in this game, Kurtz, could this be a team that you're now looking at like, oh, I hope they don't, you know, people on that team don't start quitting and shit. Not quitting the league, but like quitting on games. Like it's not easy to start 0-2 with two air outs. Like that's a, t- like, that's a big game. I think it's big for them to be competitive in this game. They have to come out and battle. In this game, we're all we're game, all right? expecting the Oilers to come out and do their thing, and I think that's the feel around the league. But like, if you're the Cowboys, you have there's we talk about you know okay maybe you don't win the game, but you could uh, you could still play well and, and look good and build momentum going into future weeks. 
I think that the Cowboys, obviously, you go out and try to win the game. But, like, even if you're down early, you got to fight back. Don't give up in the game. Start doing, start figuring out what works and what doesn't work in the league. Um, I hope that Dan Dexter comes out and is competitive. I think Jarrock is, is smelling blood in the water. I think he wants to go to 2-0. I think, like you said, that he's going to be super excited to play this weekend. Um, I'm taking the Oilers. I'm taking Jarrock and company. I just hope that Dexter and the Cowboys are, are ready to play and it's going to be a competitive game. Yeah, for a young team uh, facing a quarterback like Jarrock, where it's going to be tough to stop him, you know, on the ground and in the air, um, and that defense is looking really good, I'm going with the Oilers this week. Uh, but like I said, I just hope it's a very competitive game. I want to see the Cowboys do well. I want to see them compete. Gertz? Yeah, I need to see the Cowboys come in with a game plan. Um, I got I to gotta see that at least there, there definitely was um, – something prepared pregame because it's very easy to tell when a team doesn't come in with a game plan. Um, not saying they didn't have one last week. They have a lot of new players to the league on that team, but I need to see that they were prepared to play the game. The energy is high from the beginning of the game and they need to keep it competitive. Like you guys both said, and if they do that, I'll consider it a win. I don't think two weeks in anyone's going to stop is going to quit on games early or stop showing up or anything like that because two games, two games can, you can lose two games by 50 and then win two games and by one and you're two and two. So I think that this is a big week for the Cowboys, but I am taking the Oilers. Yeah, we're all on the Oilers here. We're, um, hoping that uh, Cowboys and Dexter, they're all ready to go and it's competitive. Yeah. Experience just matters in this game and yeah. Oilers have a ton of it. All right, let's move on to the next 11 o'clock game. The football team, is Tommy Galante returned? Yes. Against... The Rams. So now you have Tommy can't escape, can't escape IB. Can't escape IB. He comes back first game in the first game of the season for him, and he's playing against IB and Justin again. Um, this is a huge game for the football team. This is a huge game for Tommy. He's got they can't get aired out again, right, Kurtz? No, yes, maybe. I mean, I I mean, I just played the Rams and I know that you can call it whatever championship hangover. We weren't ready to play in that nonsense, but the Rams have great chemistry and it's week two. And IB and Justin are on a mission. Um, they were angry last week. No talking from either of them. They just went out there and balled out. If, if the football team is not ready and does not have a game plan, they will get smoked. Mm. They have a lot of new players on that team. Um, a lot of them got good experience last week playing. Um, I honestly hope they don't come out and run man because they were manning a lot last week. I really hope they don't come out and run man because <laughs> if you man um, an IB led team, especially with Justin, you're going to get burned. I don't care who you have trying to guard him because it probably won't matter. Um, IB is going to do his thing. We know that IB is coming in with a full game plan, ready to go. Tommy and the Redskins, and the, Redskins the football team have to match that. Dad. Good news is that the football team gets Tommy Galante back this week. Bad news is he's got to face IB, uh, a, a hurdle he hasn't been able to, to clear yet. Uh, like I said last week, I might not pick against IB and Justin for the rest of the year, and I'm definitely not going to do it this week. So I'm going rolling with IB. Oh, Christian, what's an honest spread on this game? Honest, spread. honest, honest, honest spread. Point and a half. What'd you say? 20 and a half. Wow. Tommy, I can't lie to you. I feel the same way. I mean, listen, two, I've seen Tommy play against IB three times. All three times, he's not scored more than one touchdown in the game. 
Um, you gotta get over. You gotta get over the hump, Tommy. You got. You also, have to. also, I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not. This is no. This is no beef to the football team. Got a lot of new players, and they even though they played much better in the second half, they did in the first half against the Packers. There, then they I, honestly. I have to take that back because I forgot they don't have they didn't have Sedano they didn't have Paulie they didn't have Tommy last week not twenty and a half I apologize I'll put it at fourteen and a half I'm staying at twenty and a half okay I'm putting it at fourteen and a half Sedano is someone that can change the game by himself um, he's never I don't know if he's ever really played against IB in this scenario I sure. doubt Sedano is going to miss this game to play against IB Paulie I assume is back also so twenty and a half was a little harsh I'll say fourteen and a half yeah. I'm just going to stay with 20 and a half until we see what happens with Tommy against IB. It's just a mental block. Just Tommy's yeah. offensive player. He was offensive player of the year. He just, I know. it just goes and to I, shit whenever they play against IB. You're talking, we're talking to three people who all love Tommy's game. Yes. So it, I just want to see him prove it. I'm obviously taking the Rams. I can't. Yeah, I'm also, I taking, can't. I'm also I, taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams until proven otherwise from here on out, by the way. Until, unless something like crazy happens and like I like love the Ravens or one of these other teams, um, I don't see I don't see myself betting against the Rams for the entire season. Um, football, I have the football team falling to zero and two, which is not not good, not good. But I do have faith that Tommy, I have faith that Tommy could turn the season around. But he's just got to play good in this game. He's got to be better. Make it competitive. Let it be. Let it come down to the last. You can lose this game. Let it come down to the last play or so. Last few minutes or so, have a chance. Have a chance in this game. You can't get aired out again over yeah. here. When you got Tommy and Paulie and, and Giuseppe, you got a good team. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be. A good team. It's just it's a it's tough a, draw yeah. this week. That's what it is. And they got listen. They got some good athletes too. They got uh, that kid Remy was a pretty solid athlete. Timmy Howard, he was really out there trying. Really, he was really into it. Demarcus Price talking a lot of shit. Um, they got guys that I think Tommy has played with before, so it should be interesting to see how they do. Um, I, I just I can't pick against IB and Justin right now. Uh, all right, let's move on to the last game of the day here. The 0-1 Bucks against the 0-1 Jaguars. I'll start with this question, Kurtzman. Is Sobes' legacy on the line? Yes. Yes, it is. Wow. Yes. Put it out there. If Sobes falls to 0-2, what are you thinking? I'm thinking that he don't got it like he used to. Dad, what are you thinking? Wow, that's that's tough. No, I wouldn't say that. I just like I wouldn't say that about Kurtzman. Why would I say that about Sobs? Hundred percent. I'm I allowed think, to. I'm I, allowed to ignite a fire under Sobs' ass. I think. I think Kurtzman legacy is on the line. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> we'll continue. Uh, no, you're saying no. Not, I didn't just go three and six. Ooh. <laughs> I made the championship game. That's why my legacy is not on the line this week. Uh, Augie drafted this team, and he drafted specifically to have Sobs a quarterback. They're gonna be fine. I don't think Soap's legacy on the line, but they need to win this game. They can't go to 0-2. How is my legacy on the line, but Soap's isn't? Your legacy's on the line every single week. Fair enough. Um, one thing I got to say, just so I'll start it off talking about the game. Get Augie the ball. Wow. Yeah. Three targets last week. Three wow. catches. Wow. I, I just it, – it's just like I just don't understand because, like, when you have a player of the caliber of Augie, especially with the Soap's-Augie connection, which we've seen be so dominant in the league before – I just don't understand why you wouldn't want to keep going back to it. Now I understand, listen, pressure, uh, it makes you just try to find an open receiver and make, and make the play when you can, but get the ball out early. Let Augie make plays. Augie's one of the premier players in the league and making people miss flags with, um, with the ball in his hands. So I think that's number one for the Jaguars. Number two, 
I think they, I think they held them on the offensive line decently well. There were obviously some miscues and some bad plays that they weren't able to hold up as well. But just continue to give Sobes time. And I want Sobes to really just take what the defense is giving him. He's always looking for the big play. I just want you to run the ball more, take what they're giving you, take the seven, take the 10. It's very simple. Um, for the Bucs, you got to score points on offense. Mm. Zero points last week. Um, I'm not sure if they're getting offensive linemen back this Are week. Are they getting Paul, reinforcements? I don't know if they're getting Paul, Paul Carter back. I don't know if they're getting Sabertrusa back. I hope they are, but I don't know. Um, if they do, I like this Bucks team and I like them on defense as well. I think they have a lot of guys that are capable of making big plays. Um, if they have their full team, I think Spo would be able to play at defensive line where he could be a lot more useful in making Sobs' life more difficult. Um, but I just need Mikey to also just, I think he did, I think there were some plays where he was just able to get the ball, rid of the ball quick on target. Guys made plays for him. Um, let's get, get into a rhythm. Mikey needs to get Mikey's a rhythm quarterback. If he gets sees a few throws, um, go into receivers' hands early and able to make plays for him. And the offense is moving. It's going to build well for him throughout the day. So I want to see Mikey and Sobs both do the same thing: rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. Get into rhythm early, and that'll bode better for you later in the game. Dad, uh, Bucks got a really good defense that can make uh, make it nightmarish on on Sobs. But again, with no points scored offensively last week, it's tough to say that, you know, I could come out and, and give them an edge. I do love their defense, but, I, you know, at the same time, I'm hating on their offense right now. Uh, if I got to go one way, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Soaps and, uh, and Augie. What did the Jaguars show you, though, in that first game that you would pick them? Not saying that the Bucs showed you anything, but. Honestly, I haven't really seen enough of that game to make a judgment. You're just going off of so uh, While it was a blowout, I said, you know, I'm watching the other game. I believe it was okay. the uh, – Seahawks game. Yeah, game. It was a better game to watch, so I went that way. But I, I'm not gonna pass judgment on one game, saying, "All right, this guy's washed up," or this team they have anything to prove. Uh, there are good players in that, in that team on both sides of the ball. There are good players. Uh, I'm, I'm, if I'm going with an edge offensively, I'm going with the Jaguars. Um, like Kurtzman said, you know, Augie needs to get more targets. How about we say free Zach Ray? Zach Ray needs to get more targets. He needs to be more involved in the game as well. Exactly. Led, the, led the team in targets last week. So. You just say he needs to get more uh, targets. He got he, six, he, he had seven targets. Yeah, he does, and he came up to me after the game and said, "Yeah, when we I was getting the he goes, they, we need to throw me the ball more." Okay, I'm speaking. Think, I'm speaking. Think, I'm, think, I'm speaking on behalf of Zach. No, I think he got his fair share of targets last week. There's other guys on that team that are capable of making plays. So I think as long as Spo, Sheree, and Angst that are all getting in that five to eight target range, Mikey's doing the right thing. When Chris, when Kurtzman gets a text that says, you know, say on the podcast to get me some more targets, he just comes out and says it. No one says a word. When I get a text that says, say on the podcast, get me more targets, I get yelled at. I'm just, no, because because I know Mikey would text me and be like, because I know Mikey would text me and be like, yo, look at the stats. He had the most targets on the team last week. Okay. I wanted to shout out Rags on um, the Bucks. I didn't do it last podcast. The kid who snaps the ball for Mikey's team, Kurtz. Yeah. yeah good yeah, player. He's a good player. He's a good he's a good player. I thought he played well and he was very into it. And I thought he looked athletic out there. Um, I hope they get, I hope for the Bucks' sake that they get their uh their linemen back. Oh, I want to see, I want to see what they would look like with their full team and you know, having guys in the places that they should be that or Mikey when he drafted them, he intended them to be at. As for the Jaguars, um, huge game for them. Like just an absolutely huge game. If Sobes goes to 0 and 2, that makes him three and eight in his last eight on his own team, not including the Packers game. Yeah. Like, like 
they need so we talked about his former MVP, former champion. Like he needs to get back on track. He needs he needs a big win right here against this Bucks team who's gonna come out and talk shit and they're gonna let him know, you know, you know, they're gonna be saying some all sorts of shit. Oh, you don't got it no more, all that if he's making bad plays out there. Um, we need we need this Jaguars team to step up. We need them to not we, not obviously not we, but they need to step up and they need to play well in this game because if they don't, I think it could easily be another game where it's a little bit low scoring. And if if they find themselves in that game, I might like the Bucks a little bit better. But I don't know. I don't know the status of the Bucks. Like I don't know their offensive lineman status. So I guess I'm going to take the Jaguars. Um, I don't love the pick, but I, I'll take them here. I think it's going to be a competitive game. I would. I maybe I would take the Bucks if they had you know all their guys, or if I was sure they would have all their guys there. But um, I'm taking the Jags in this game. I think Sobs will play a good enough game to get the job done. I'm taking the Bucks. Really. Um, yeah, I am. I think this game because right here, I think this is how you kind of judge the game. If you think the game is going to be high scoring, I think you're taking Sobs and the Jaguars. If you think the game is going to be low scoring I, and defensive battle, I think you're taking the Bucks. Um, I think the Bucks defense is very good. Like I said, they have a lot of athletes in the secondary that are capable of making plays. Um, they have good defensive linemen. I think they have a pretty athletic team. Not saying that the Jaguars don't because the Jaguars do have a very athletic team. They have they're athletic in the trenches with Tommy Torrey, Pete, and. Uh, you see, and they have good receivers with Augie, Rabaconti, and who am I forgetting on their team? Don't remember. Sorry, um, but I do like. But I like. I, I I didn't see enough out of the Jaguars in Week One. I think they're going to make adjustments. I think um, Mikey's team is also going to make adjustments. But I'm going to think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I'm going to take uh, Bucks. Here's the thing: if you're anticipating that type of game. And it comes down to a team with one possession. And I got to bank on either Sobes or Mikey. I'm going to bank on Sobes for that one possession. So uh, high scoring, low scoring, I'd still go with Jaguars either way. So you're taking – so me and you were on Jags, Kurtzman's on. A lot of parity picks so far. A lot of parity picks. I'm curious to see what our week one records were. I'm not too good, I don't think. You weren't – You weren't. maybe just speak for yourself. <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> you can go over it. I don't know. I think I had the, I think I predicted the most correct games last season. Probably not. <laughs> Kurtz, you got anything else? Um, no, I think, I think with the, the picks that we made, I think you're seeing and how we talked about the teams. I think a lot of these games, I think a lot of these games are going to be more competitive this week. I'm, I'm not expecting as many blowouts as we had last week. Um, I think there are going to be more offenses that start to get it going and start to figure it out. Defenses um, the same way as team teams build chemistry every week. You just continue to get better as a team. Um, I think someone's going to pull a big upset that we probably pick three zero against because like week one you can kind of tell, but week two there's sometimes surprises because teams come more prepared and ready to go because they notice how prepared you need to be. Yeah, to win. So I'm going to say that I don't remember who we picked three zero against, but I'm going to say someone that we picked three zero against is going to end up winning. I think we all picked against uh, Douglas. We all picked against – no, you know, you picked Douglas. In week one? Oh, no. I'm, oh, think, oh, I'm oh, thinking week oh, one. You're saying, you didn't say in week one. You didn't say in week I, one. I thought that's what you were referring to. That no, we, I, no, I'm saying in, I'm saying this week uh, a team is Okay, yeah, that happened last week where we all picked against Douglas. Yes, we did. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. Got you, got you, got you. I think that's it for the podcast as we wrap up at uh, about 1.03 a.m. here. Mm-hmm. Everyone, Not bad. Thank- Only a 40-minute podcast. Not bad. Not bad. Everyone, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms. We will see you guys at the field on Sunday. Peace.